Welcome to The Andy Lowe Show. I'm Andy Lowe, giving you the conversations you never knew you needed to have. And in this episode, we're going to peruse the news. But before we get into that, I'd just like to make a small announcement. I've just started a YouTube page, which has going to have to explain my current absentee behavior from the podcast. So I've been knee-deep. Actually, knee-deep isn't that high. I've been neck-deep in uh, creating little skits and little shorts for my new YouTube channel. So head on over to the Andy Lowe Show or just Andy Lowe Show over on my YouTube page and check out some of the shorts that I've been making. And it's all in the nature of comedy. So I hope that gives you a good time. Without further ado, let's get into Peruse the News. So the Oscars just happened. And as you probably know by now, but probably also do not care by now, that the best picture went to everywhere, anything, all at once. Something along those lines, that title. When reality, the very man that saved Hollywood, Tom Cruise, admitted by Steven Spielberg himself, the one that saved Hollywood, dug it up from the bowels of hell and brought it into light to do big blockbuster numbers and perform a great, great movie and sequel. All at one was best in sound, which is kind of like best shit of the day. It's If anything, that makes matters five times worse. So I cannot believe that Top Gun Maverick didn't win Best Picture. The movie that supposedly saved Hollywood didn't even get an Oscar win, which further in, like reinforces in my mind how pitiful and woeful the Hollywood foreign press are when it comes to having their finger on the pulse of the common man, the common woman, what they want and what they're needing in terms of entertainment. However, this comes with a caveat. Brendan Fraser, as we all know from our childhoods, was the lead actor in The Mummy, The Mummy Returns. Mummy Free, somewhat forgettable, we can dismiss that. But even George of the Jungle, for goodness sake, this guy has been a staple diet of like childhood movies. He has come back, been resurrected from the, from the abyss and the outcasts of Hollywood to come back and perform um, a leading role in the picture, The Whale, directed by Darren Aronofsky, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and he won Best Leading Male, rightfully deserved, and if you ever want to see a man truly humble and truly thankful, just check out his award speech. Absolutely lovely and brought to tears and very moving indeed. Aside from that, though, I couldn't give two rats ass about the Oscars anymore. For me, it's just, it's lagging. It's lagging. They don't don't have a clue what they're doing anymore. You know, this is the free blind mice here. So that's all from the Oscars. Next up, we have another story, which is probably somewhat more provoking. We have Orange Man Bad. As you well know, that Trump's doing the the rounds currently in the mainstream media and the speculation on his arrest. There was AI-generated images of his so-called arrest. And to be honest, got to give it up. That was actually quite funny. There was one picture of uh, Donald Trump running away from the police. Bearing in mind, Donald Trump's like probably mid-70s, like cracking on 80, and the police were all running behind him. So if you want a quick laugh, check out the AI-generated images of Donald Trump's arrest, because it's actually not a bad piece of handiwork, I've got to say. But on the whole, this story arc is, oh, it's, oh, it's been found wanting. This is worse than 
the friends Ross and Rachel will they get together routine. It's been tried and tested. I don't know what else to say apart from I'm bored, completely bored of it. I mean, you've got Sleepy Joe in there who doesn't know his ass from his ear. <laughs> Some great memes of him knocking around. But in regards to Donald Trump, does anyone care that he's arrested now? Does anyone even know the underbelly of really what's going on with the Clintons and with the Trumps and with everything like that in politics in general? Does anyone even know? Are we even supposed to know? I don't know. But what I do know is, is that I just couldn't care less now. But go over, check out the AI-generated images. They're actually <laughs> they're pretty funny. So swiftly moving on, we have a little story coming out of Germany, which is that women in Berlin are now allowed to go topless in public swimming pools, much to the horror and delight of many people, men and women. I'm, I'm so sure on that. I mean, to be honest, growing up in Europe, most people at the beach, not most people, like you get the odd person at the beach that goes topless and no one really cares, to be honest. And why should you? I, I certainly don't care. It's a bit different if they're in your personal space and they can swing it. They can swing a bosom over the shoulder like a scarf. Then <laughs> I'm like, oh, crikey, that came on a bit strong. But after that, I d no, I don't think it's a big issue. However, obviously, a lot of people are celebrating this for campaigning for women's rights, which is, oh, I mean, they've got the right to get their tits out. I, does anyone mind? I don't think anyone really minds. Ironically, though, I would say the woman who's campaigned for this and she filed a lawsuit against the swimming pool and I think maybe with Berlin Council or their states or whoever's in charge there suing them you know, on claims that this is discrimination. She want, Obviously, she wanted to get her boobs out, but she doesn't want her identity to be revealed. <laughs> It's like, hang on, <laughs> the identity should take precedence towards the body you now when it comes to uh, a public persona. Don't mind getting your tits out, but obviously don't want to show your name and face. Like, again, don't understand that goes way beyond my head. So thankfully, this could be a growing trend in Europe, at least in most parts of Europe. However, we obviously have to account for different people from different cultures coming in and having their input as well so i don't know how it's going to impact and frankly that's a good thing too the less responsibility the better so going back to america now the pentagon have released a statement saying that there could be an alien mothership orbiting earth which will explain why there's been so many rogue bogey ufo spottings around north america and canada what to do with this information. I mean, we had COVID, we had the lockdowns, we had the mass wave of what felt like the virus from World War Z. I, I don't know what else is next. And to be honest, I was saying to a lot of my friends and family, if there were aliens that landed here and sort of met Sleepy Joe and even met whoever's prime minister of the UK at the time, which could be anyone at this point, really, let's face it, could be anyone. I think the job was <laughs> advertised in the local paper. But I, I wouldn't be surprised. It's gone beyond me now of surprises. I've got to a stage where I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can kind of see it. Like a bunch of aliens, a few camera crew turn up. 
everyone films a bit, asks a few questions, then goes on home and carries on with their lives. I don't think it changes much, actually. If aliens turned out to be true, I don't think it changes much. It might change the overall intention of the world and actually might unite some of the major power organizations in the world, like the Western side, Russia, China, everything like that. Everyone might find a common unity to form around, obviously, there's strength in numbers. So I, I do believe that it would, would bring that, unless they're incredibly peaceful aliens, which would be a bugger for us because <laughs> I'm sure knowing the world's history, we would start something even if there was nothing to be had there. But for them to say that brings another skeptical side of me is misdirection, a bit like in Magic, where one of the main aims of the game is misdirection. Whenever I see big news storylines, I always think of what else is going on there? What, what other bills are they secretly passing now to distract us? Oh, it's such a rouge. But I don't, to be honest, I don't mind if they're aliens. And it would be it would make the world a little bit more exciting, at least for a day. As long as these aliens weren't like weren't like ones from some of the movies, like Independence Day or anything like that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need the hassle. Okay, next up. So there has been strong reports at the moment to indicate that dinosaurs could in fact be coming back to life. I know it sounds hair-raising. When you watched it as a child and you watched Jurassic Park and you saw them explain how they're going to bring dinosaurs back with the, the blood from a dinosaur hidden inside of mosquito. I'm so surprised I remembered that. Impactful Spielberg movie. But they're actually doing this now. They're actually consciously working on it. There's a team somewhere, a company, I don't know, what their names are but i do know is that they have an exorbitant amount of money for this project and for good reason too if they did bring them back imagine if they patterned the animal and then put it in certain parks it would be the pattern of all patterns in the world everyone would pay to see these dinosaurs it would dwarf disney or universal or paramount or any other theme park it would be and i mean you know what they would call it right anyway so what they're going to do is they're going to start off with the woolly mammoth, which I believe they're going to be having by the end of 2024, sometime in the end of 2024. I don't know if it's November, December or what, but what they're doing is they're going to artificially inseminate an Indian elephant, which is the closest living organism currently to a woolly mammoth with woolly mammoth DNA, because obviously DNA corrupts over time and breaks down. That way, the Indian elephant, that DNA from the Indian elephant is going to fill in those gaps, making it somewhat, or hopefully, viable. It gives birth to a woolly mammoth, hence creating the first ever woolly mammoth. And then I believe they're going to put that in certain designated areas in the world, in the wild, actually, to, I think, it, I think they mentioned something to do with the ozone layer and something to do with climate change. So somehow the woolly mammoth, He's got a burden to bury. He's dead. He's, he's at peace and we're going to dig this old bucker up and be like, we fucked up the world. Come and save us. To a woolly mammoth. Anyway, he's got something to do with climate change and he's supposedly going to help it like a scientific woolly mammoth. So he's going back. And after they've done the woolly mammoths, then they're going to move on to 
the other dinosaurs. So I don't know what other dinosaurs you would do. I mean, hopefully they start with the herbivores and kind of work out from there. We've all seen enough dinosaur and horror movies to know that these things go dreadfully wrong. A bit like Jurassic World, that went dreadfully wrong. Okay, saving some really positive news till last. This one's a juicy one. Now, I know a lot of you out there are computer game geeks like myself, and we do love a good game. As To be honest, we've got to fill the void with the lacklustered cinema and TV somehow. Gears of War is in the works to become a movie, and not just any movie. It's going to be adapted by the writers of Dune which was the Dennis, oh, I'm going to bollocks up this name, Villeneuve, Villeneuve, ah, oh, bollocks, whatever that is. Anyway, he was the director of Dune. So his team are going to be responsible for turning Gears of War into a live action movie. Is it too late? Is this a little bit outdated? Has everyone lost a bit of interest? I'm inclined to say no, because not only Gears of War was such a great game in itself with the gameplay, it's it had a caliber to it when it was comes to the story mode, the characterization, the emotional impact. I think he could successfully turn this into a really good movie. And seeing currently there are a lot of action movies which are really taken off. Obviously, Top Gun Maverick goes without saying, John Wick as well, Mission Impossible. A lot of people they're still craving these good old fashioned macho bloody shoot em up movies. I know I am. Never gets boring. I watched John Wick 3, 1, 2 and 3 in a row the other day and it was bloody beautiful. I'm not going to lie. It was so much fun. And just seeing Keanu Reeves in his element, there's nothing better when you see an actor doing a role they choose to do and they love to do. So many times they're just dragging their feet, turning up to the day, doing the shoot, having a few takes, few bloody cups of coffee and cocaine in between and it's just it's woeful but seeing people in their element when they're really excelling that's the beauty of it okay that's this week in peruse the news so go over head over to my youtube now check out the shorts drop me a comment and tell me you're from the podcast that way i'll give you a special cuckoo otherwise enjoy your week i've been andy Lowe. you've been great